What up, people? It is Saturday, April 16th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, so let's talk. Uh, Since the last podcast, a few major things have happened. I want to start by giving condolences to the family of Dwayne Haskins and the family of Gilbert Godfrey. Um, Dwayne Haskins is a quarterback. I think he was signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, He started his career off with Washington and um, was traded to Pittsburgh, I think, last year. But he was in Florida walking on the side of a busy freeway and was trying to cross traffic and got hit by a dump truck. Uh, He was only 24 years old. And it's just uh, such a shame that he had a bright future ahead of him, especially uh, with Pittsburgh, their quarterback retired at the end of last season so he had a good chance of getting a lot of playing time this year but a very unfortunate situation and with comedian Gilbert Godfrey I think they said he was 67 which is still relatively young I mean both my parents are uh, older than that so he passed away Um, just sad so many people are dying relatively young um So I think that's another reason why I'm very big on living your life to the fullest as much as you can. The things you want to do and you have the means to do, go ahead and do it uh, because you just don't know when it's your time. So I'm I'm heavily behind living your life and doing what's best for you. And um, because, again, we just don't know when it's our time. Um, I had a long talk with my brother a few days ago and we were talking about people who kind of overstepped their boundaries and I had a couple of situations where I felt like a couple of people overstepped somewhat Uh, the first situation is I learned that my current boss has submitted his resignation and I'm pretty sure I've spoken about him before he is a great dude a great manager Um, I'm going to personally miss him because he was just easy to talk to. Just a real laid-back dude. We had a very good relationship, and I'm sure he's somebody I'll keep in touch with once he's gone. But uh, my boss called me one morning and told me that, you know, he turned in his resignation. We had a nice chat. I told him that, uh, you know, my opinion, do what you got to do, what's best for you. Uh, I'm doing what's best for me. I'm... I've been looking for a job. He knows that. Uh, But I texted a friend of mine and told her my boss was leaving. Her immediate response was, you should take his job. Now, first of all, uh, I'm a senior analyst. He's a manager. Um, I've never been a manager. But secondly, I don't want his job. I know what he had to deal with and the things that he had to be a part of. I don't want that. Uh, And I told her, I'm not interested in this job. And she kept pressing me, well, you need to take his job. Uh, You can put that over your resume and move on. But thinking logically, as I always do, why would this Fortune 100 company give someone who's never been a manager before uh, a manager position managing about 15 people? It's just not logical. 
And again, it's not a job that I want here in at the company I work for. But her insistence on not even listening to the fact that it's not something I want. But logically, it's not even feasible in my opinion. But again, the bigger factor is it's not a job that I want. I'm not going to apply for it. I have zero desire to do that. And it's not all about money for me. Um, I'd rather have my sanity than a couple extra hundred dollars. And then I was talking to somebody else and I was telling her that my stepdaughter is graduating from college in a few weeks. And she's graduating from Nacogdoches, where the graduation will be held in Nacogdoches, which is about a three and a half hour drive. And she's going to have a graduation party in Houston, which is about a four and a half, five hour drive for me. So I was just telling this friend that I was trying to decide which one I was going to because I'm not going to both. Uh, I can't take off work that much. So my thought was graduation is probably more important but if I go to the graduation party which is in Houston I know people in Houston I could just spend the whole weekend there so I was contemplating which one I should go to or which one would be more important to her and my friend told me that I need to go to both um, that don't worry about the price of gas because I have the money to pay for it which I do but I don't like people in my pockets like that. And secondly, I don't want to drive. I've done that drive to Houston so many times. Uh, just don't really not interested in doing it twice. Because Nacogdoches is, I think, three and a half hours away. But the issue I had with her comment is her telling me what I need to do. And she lives here in my area. She has a brother, sister-in-law, two nieces and a nephew in Houston that she has not seen since 2019. But she's telling me what I need to do and what I can do when she can do the same thing. At least I've seen my stepdaughter in the past year. And the fact that she won't even drive to Houston herself to go see her brother and uh, his family but you're telling me what I need to do. It's just kind of annoying. So I felt like she kind of overstepped a little bit when these are situations where I think some people need to look at themselves. Uh, just kind of annoying. And also, since the last podcast, Katanji Brown-Jackson was confirmed to the Supreme Court. Um, and even after that, of course, a lot of Republicans voted against her. And... Their reason being was her values, and they harped on this uh, her record on pedophiles, which she sent as pedophile to the guidelines that Congress set up. But that's the excuse they used not to vote for her to be confirmed. But um, there were enough votes to get her confirmed. Uh, of course, it was just BS tactics on the Republicans' part. Um, so I'm happy for it's long overdue. Um, oh, and then there was another theory that people were trying to uh, make about her not being the first black uh, nominee for the Supreme Court and how that shouldn't be a big deal. 
that she's the first, which is incorrect. And the the argument is that Joe Biden actually voted against the first black female nominee for the Supreme Court, which is untrue. Now, there were people in the running to be nominated, but there was not one actually nominated. So, Katanji Brown Jackson is the first black female nominee and uh, confirmed on the Supreme Court. But it's like these people try to find anything to contradict or demean or minimalize the accomplishments of black people. Um, and a story came out now that the RNC, Republican National Committee, has decided that their candidate for president would not attend the presidential debate, which I heard that was coming. Uh, and they've already started with Herschel Walker not attending the Georgia uh, Republican debate last week. And the problem is, or the reasoning behind it is, they do not want their candidates to get caught in lies. This way, they can continue to have their rallies and spew lies where they won't be contradicted because they are within their crowd. They don't want to answer tough questions. Um, a perfect example is whoever's running for president. If the question is asked, who is the current president? Or was the election rigged? How are they going to answer that question? If they say Joe Biden is the president, they'll get backlash from their base that they're catering to. If they say the election was stolen and rigged and Joe Biden is not president, they're going to alienate independents and people that are kind of on the fence because not all Republicans believe that nonsense. So it's best not to have their candidate have to field these kind of questions. So I think this is the first time in my lifetime that um, candidates won't go to presidential debates because they are afraid of the consequences. And speaking of Herschel Walker, this fool, he keeps talking about what a Christian he is and all this good he's done. Well, all he's done really is lie and contradict himself throughout this campaign. Um, apparently, he has been putting out information that he was the valedictorian in his high school. He graduated with top honors from Georgia, which none of that is true. And when his campaign was called and questioned about it, they said, who cares? The voters don't care about him lying. And what these people do, they hope you don't research yourself and just listen to them. And my stance is Google is free. And it amazes me how, and I think I spoke about this on the previous podcast, that these people do one thing, but say another one out in public. They do one thing behind closed doors. So um, look at how people vote on certain bills that come up. And I mentioned the fact that Josh Hawley voted against aid to Ukraine, but went on TV and held a press conference saying that the Biden administration is not doing enough. So that's why you have to stop listening to what these people say and actually see what they voted on, what's their voting record, because they all lie. Um, Greg Abbott here in Texas. 
I don't know what he's thinking. He is just a corrupt and horrible human being. A couple of examples this week, or the past couple of weeks. He signed an executive order that all trucks uh, coming from the border from Mexico have to be thoroughly inspected. Well, there's nothing wrong with an inspection, but the level of inspection that they're doing is causing huge backlogs at the border. They have hundreds of trucks sitting there waiting to be inspected, and it's delaying shipments by days. And what does he do? Go on TV and talk about the supply chain issue and how it's the Biden administration's issue and problem uh, because you don't have things on the shelf. You're not getting your groceries to where they need to be in a timely manner. And he's causing the issue on purpose just so he can blame the Biden administration. What kind of asshole does that? You know, then he uh, said that he was going to ship busloads of immigrants to Washington, D.C. and drop them off on the White House porch. So, as a publicity stunt, he did just that. He sent two busloads of immigrants up to Washington, D.C. But, what he's not saying is all of the immigrants that have gone on these buses, he's using taxpayers' dollars to charter these buses. They were all vetted through immigration and were going to different states anyway. But he's making it seem like these were illegal immigrants that they caught and detained and he shipped them up there. But in reality, these are people that have gone through the process. They are legal citizens yet, but they've gone through the process and been vetted through immigration. And they weren't staying in Texas anyway. It was voluntary for them to go on these charter buses. But he's deceiving his base to make it seem like these are illegal immigrants they caught at the border and he's just shipping them to to D.C. And the reason they do it is because they know people will not research the truth. Google is free. But they know people won't research the truth. And then we have, uh, there were some hearings earlier in the week about possible insider trading with Congress. And this is on both sides, Democrats and Republicans. For any one congressperson who gets inside information, so for instance, if you know with the pandemic, you knew that Pfizer and all these other companies were going to develop um, COVID vaccine. You knew that prior to this being public knowledge. If you buy a lot of stock in those companies and you make a lot of money, something should happen to you. You should be charged with insider trading. If you hear about a company that something negative, major uh, issue is going to happen with them and you dump stock right before this major announcement is done, you should be charged with insider trading. And again, that's for both sides. That should be illegal. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, did something recently where she bought a lot of stock in a company um, that she found out was going to be awarded uh, 
a defense contract. And she did it prior to the announcement being made and the contract being awarded, but she knew about it ahead of time. So she bought stock. She should be charged with insider trading and with her, among other things. But, um, you know, that's not a partisan issue for me. Anyone who takes advantage of that situation and having that first-hand knowledge to enrich themselves should be charged with insider trading. That's just my opinion. And also, it was revealed that Mark Meadows, who was Trump's chief of staff, uh, is in trouble for voter fraud. Him and his wife voted twice in the 2020 election. And he's one of the main people that kept perpetuating the big lie about voter fraud and the election was rigged. Well, he should know because he helped commit that voter fraud. So I hope him and his wife are prosecuted with the fullest extent of the law and made an example of, especially when he led the charge or helped lead the charge of the big lie and why we're in the position we're in now. Uh, There was another shooting of an unarmed black man this week. Um, I don't know the full details. I didn't watch the video. Um, I do know the young man was stopped because of expired registration. He did run from the cop. Uh, There was a tussle over a taser, from my understanding, and the cop ended up shooting him in the back of the head. Um, I don't agree with running from police. I, I don't. But if you do run... I don't think that should be the end of your life. You know, I'm just, I don't understand how simple traffic stops can escalate like this. If you have the registration of the car, you have the license plate, you can just run the information and send them a ticket or something. You know, I don't understand why it has to be this long foot chase, people get shot and killed. Um, He was no threat to the officer, especially if you're running away. Um, I can understand wanting to detain somebody, but if they're not a threat to you, there are other ways to to get them. You don't have to kill them. Um, But again, I don't agree with running away from the police. I just don't. But there has to be non-lethal methods that could be used uh, in these situations. And we found out that... um, the officers that killed Amir Lot will not be prosecuted. Uh, they were exonerated. And Amir Lot was the young man who was asleep on the couch. Officers went to his apartment to serve a no-knock warrant. Uh, they busted in. He picked up a gun. Of course, not knowing who it is, he just hears a commotion. And they shot and killed him within seconds. Um, just another uh, situation where there won't be justice for the family. Most likely they will sue the city and get paid. Uh, But again, those funds don't come from police pensions or anything. That comes from taxpayers' dollars, which is unfair. Um, There has to be some form of police reform and Consequences with um, having 
qualified immunity from police officers where they could be personally held accountable. Something just has to be done about that before November. Um, or this administration is in trouble. Uh, moving on to this week's Rebel Middle Finger. It goes to Frank James. He is the person that shot multiple people in the New York City subway earlier this week. And it also goes to the New York New York City as a whole. Um, apparently, the police officers who were in the subway that day, their radios didn't work. Um, they failed to stop the trains once it happened. Um, the cameras in the subway didn't work. So why do people pay all these tax dollars and you don't have working cameras in a huge subway system, a major subway system? Your cameras don't work. Why don't police officers' radios work and they have one of the highest budgets in the country? You know, what do you do with those taxpayer dollars? It just doesn't make sense. Um, and a lot of people, I don't think anyone died, but I do think like 10 people were shot. But they get the rubber middle finger because probably if they follow procedure or had working cameras, they could have caught this guy sooner or maybe even prevented um, the majority of what happened from happening. Maybe they could have stopped this sooner before he shot 10 people. Um, just doesn't make sense. It, it's not logical that the cameras in the subway didn't work, though. Uh, rebel middle finger for that and then let's get to my quote for the week so my quote for this week is you wouldn't plant a seed and then dig it up every few minutes to see if it has grown so why do you keep questioning yourself your hard work and your decisions have patience, stop overthinking, and keep watering your seeds. That's it for this week. Until next time, God bless. Peace.